Welcome to Becoming Limitless. In this content series, we talk about the role that equity plays in success. Those moments where somebody's mentored you, sponsored you, or opened their black book to you. In this episode, we talk to my childhood friend, superstar director, and executive producer, Kobe Adom. We talk about how successful him is being aligned to his purpose, the influence of his parents and faith on his journey, and the moments of equity he received that led him to be the superstar he is today. Kobe, thank you so much for being part of the content series. Please tell us about yourself. No problem. Thanks for inviting me. Um, my name is Kobe Adom. I'm a film and TV writer and director, and I'm also an executive producer over a slate of short films from black writer and directors. Um, I have previously worked in short films, but started working in TV in 2018. Um, and... I'm currently working on a couple of TV projects and I also have a few feature film projects in the pipeline as well. Um, apart from that, I'm a Christian, I'm a man of God um, and I want to spread as much love, positivity and support to as many people as possible. Thank you, Kobe. Um, such a pleasure to have you on the show. Um, I guess the second, second question or first question really is we all have different definitions of success, right? Success is super, super subjective. How would you define success? That's a great question, actually. I think that success is when you come into fulfilling your purpose, when you're on, you're on, you're on, on route to fulfilling your purpose. Because purpose is ongoing, if you know what I mean. There is not actually one destination. Mm. So success is when you know that you're aligned with that purpose. And I think that is misconstrued sometimes. People see it as loads of money or, you know, high positions in companies. But actually, I think that, you know, I could be more aligned with my purpose than a CEO of a company. Do you, do you know what I mean? If I realize what that is very early on. So success for me isn't really about the money and it's not about what it looks like on paper. I think all of that is the bonus of being en route to your purpose. So success is being aligned with purpose. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely got to agree with you on that. I've always been a purpose driven person. And as long as, um, I'm doing things that contribute towards me and my purpose. I always feel mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm super successful. Exactly. I can 100% relate to that. And you um, get money as a result and you get, you know, the, the higher positions as a result. So it's not saying that you won't get those, or it's not a part of the parcel. It's just not the focus of success. You know? Yeah. 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 hundred yeah. percent. Um, so, I mean, I would definitely, 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 definitely describe you as successful. And we've known each other for, decades uh, <laughs> now um but where did your journey start for everybody who's watching where did your journey start because i know you've got such a beautiful story sure you know what it started and it just depends where you want to actually log into this story because there were so many inciting incidents on on my journey from like going to christ the king college in lewisham to going to bruno university and shooting things in uni with like my dslr and my laptop because i enjoyed it so much at college to finishing uni not having a clue what i'm doing to finding, to going to LA to a cinematography conference because I just just finding my feet, to going to film school because someone told me to from there, you know, and then finishing film school and then making a short film, which was almost BAFTA nominated. Do you know what I mean? Everyone talking about it. Then done a TV show on BBC One. I mean, look, it just keeps going up and up from there. So I think <laughs> all of those points I just mentioned are inroads to the beginning of the story. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I think that really for me, I think the beginning of the story was the start of my life because is 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 again because I'm, I'm I'm such a you know I'm I'm in Christ I know that 
well, the way I see life is that everything is strategic, is on time, if you know what I mean. So I feel like the type of filmmaker I am is very much based on the way I was raised, my parents and the way they are, and everything I've been exposed to between the time I was born till now. So, you know, obviously I could easily say, you know, my journey started in film school, but the reality of the matter is not at all. I think a lot of things were coming together in film school because of all the experiences I've had and, you know, my hunger and drive was based off of my personal situation, you know, yeah. etc. So, yeah, it's, it's, I don't have a clear answer for you, but I guess the, the clear answer is you can literally, you know, you know if anyone's going to take advice or is going to take anything from this, it's going to be, you know, just keep going. You know, you're being guided. There's a divine journey. Every step you take is right, even if it looks wrong, you know, and, and you shouldn't see this thing of, oh, yeah, this is where it started because there's nothing like an overnight success. That doesn't actually doesn't exist. You know, someone, someone somewhere works hard continuously, you know, so. hundred percent. And I, and I know um, where you're driving. I mean, we grew up, we grew up in the same area. So uh, yeah. we, we know. Same block. Yeah. Same block, <laughs> you know, we know where the drive comes from. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, I mean, it's beautiful to see your, your journey and your career blossom because it, you've really, really transcended um, the circumstances. Yeah. Um, the next question I want to ask you is, you know, I talk about equity and its role in success, right? And becoming limitless. Sure. And there are moments where we receive help. There are moments where um, we receive sponsorship, um, which enable us to reach our full potential. Sure. Um, do you think that you would have been successful without equity? And also, do you have like a particular story that you, you want to share or highlight um, around uh, a moment where you've received help? It's super key. Like, that's one thing I will say, you know, in order to, to go anywhere you want to go, you have to kind of know somebody there. Do you know what I mean? To, it's like if you're walking in the wilderness, you'd like someone on, on the phone saying, hey, Kobe, don't turn right, turn left. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And, 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 and tr- being able to, it's like the professor in, in um, Money Heist. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, <laughs> you, need, you need that person. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've had that a lot of times. Like my personal tutor at film school, Brian Donegan was amazing. He's still my guy right now. You know, uh, he's someone that, you know, nurtured me emotionally, you know, in, in, in terms of intelligence and knowledge and, you know, just know-how. He's just such a, he's a great guy. Um, that was at film school. He's, when I was at film school, because I, I got a, a bursary to pay for the course, what happened is I had to pay for the rest and I was struggling. I was working at Vodafone. I don't know if you remember this, story, but I was working at Vodafone Saturday and Sunday. And at film school Monday to Friday, <clears throat> and at the end of the first day, he just sort of looked at me and said, Kobe, like, you know, the guy I met is just not there. You just seem so tired. You don't really look happy, you know. You know, they're just talking to me like that. And he's like, look, if you need any help with any of the stuff, just write down everything you need. You see what I'm saying to you? And we'll do our best. And I wrote down everything I needed, and they gave me every penny to a T. So they paid off the rest of my school fees and gave me travel. So look, you know, without, without, you know, and I got 75 grand, not 75, I got 35 grand essentially from the creative skill set, which obviously, unfortunately, probably that's a European funding body. But anyway, <laughs> they don't, yeah, they, I got 35K from them. Um, also, when I was graduating from film school, we were told to get industry mentors and I didn't want to look for directors. So I look for producers because I know that they're the people that create the work, if you know what I mean. So you know, I reached out to like a hundred producers and there's two people who I definitely want to shout out here that gave me the time of day and actually responded to me a matter of hours later was Tim Bevan, who's um, at Working Title, an exec over at Working Title, um, and Rosie Allison at Heyday Films. 
right? Those two gave me the time of day. Rosie literally invited me into her office, took me through the script and talked about it for my graduation film, took me through the cuts. Kobe, I think you should do you know, which was really helpful and it was, it was great. Like, you know, that's something that I really hold close to my heart today because she didn't have to do it. Like, she didn't know me from anywhere. I just emailed her and said, hey, I'm at the London Film School. This is what I'm trying to do. I want to shoot my film in Ghana for my grad film. I'm looking for a mentor. She says, oh, I'm flattered, you know? So people like that are a blessing. And Tim Bevan just called me into his office and just gave me advice. If you want me to be honest, that is why I'm sitting where I am here today, right? He gave me special advice. Um, very so other people could, could have possibly even taken offense to the advice. But you know what I'm saying? But it was so intelligent, if you know what I mean. And I, I'm very grateful because after he shared that with me, right, and which was what he's basically said is just tell stories that you know and nobody else does, right? The things that you've experienced that nobody else has experienced. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, obviously, and, and, and make people happy, cry, laugh, the whole lot, bring them on a plethora of emotions. And, you, and you, you're going to be successful. That's what he said to me. You're going to be successful. So after that, I made house girl. Then I made haircut, which obviously then, you know, the rest of the story. And that's mm-hmm. what a year or two later, um, straight away, what he said, I follow it and I get the progress. So I've had a lot. Actually, can I be honest with you? I, the, people, so the people I've mentioned have been instrumental in, in where, where I am today. Very heavily instrumental. And I think people should always not be offended when you don't get those people, but know those people are out there for you. Not everybody's that person. I emailed 100 producers and two responded, you know? So, you know, if they are there, they do exist. You just have to <laughs> search a bit harder sometimes. Yeah, and you know what? It's, it's so funny because I think if the, if the other 98 realized the impact that they could have had on no. your life, your trajectory, then they would have responded exactly. and they would have given you the time of the day, even if it was five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Oh, they, exactly. could have, they could have step changed you. But um, to their credit, yeah. um, is it... Tim and Rosie. Tim Bevan, Rosie Allison, yeah. yeah Phenomenal Tim. people. Like today, you know, can I be honest with you? Like I'm really busy today. Like everyone calls me now. Like, do you know what I mean? I can say that with my chest. Do you know what I mean? People <laughs> call me now for the work. But and 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 because of my purpose and because of my pathway, there's not a lot that I do take outside of my own sort of plans. But if Rosie and Tim call me tomorrow, I'm I'm all ears. Like, do you know what I mean? Like I'm all ears, whatever it is, I can move things around for them because it's just, you, they didn't have to do that. You see what I'm saying to you? It's, it's, it's literally things that they, they could have used that time to make a cup of tea. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Make themselves feel good. You know what I'm saying? Or, or buy something nice for themselves or go for a walk. You know what I'm saying? But they took that. It's, it's, Rosie brought me into her office time and time and time again. You know? So, yeah, these are things that I hold very closely to my heart. Yeah. There's a different level of gratitude for when somebody mm-hmm. does that and takes the time. Because I think... Um, especially knowing your story as I do, I think when we, coming from where we where we grew up from, it, it it's it's always extra special when somebody kind of gives you that moment um, just to kind of show you ideas because your ideas are the are the thing that's going to help you to transcend your circumstances, right? What's in your head, and sometimes you just need to articulate it to the right person to for them to go, you're you're you're, you're right. you've actually got something there, and, exactly. and and then turn that into into exactly. something material. And there's Film London as well that I made haircut with phenomenal scheme. They're called the BFI Network scheme now. They're really good. Really, Amazing. really instrumental. And the London Film School, of course, you know, everybody there, you know, from top down, there was just, that's just, you know, those, like I said, I've had pillars. You know, I have pillars. I didn't, I'm not, when people are self-made, nah, man, like, let's, let's be honest. <laughs> I've worked hard. I've, I've worked hard, but there's definitely been people that have, you know, 
And you know what? I'll be honest, though. The reality of the matter is you get when you're asking it. And if you don't ask, you expect people to come to you. You'll be waiting for a long time. Because yeah. nobody owes you anything. It's the reality. Very nobody true. Does, so, yeah. All right. So different. we're going to change course. Different different type of question. Um, what inequity do you, do you think exists in society? What um, unfairness do you think exists within society or even within your field? Well, look, as a black man, I can only be transparent. I think that, you know for me to progress in the in the career that I'm in to the to the extent that I, I've got to um is an anomaly. Like I, I look around, I'm literally like the only one, if not one of two or three, you know, and, and it's just not good enough. It's just not. You know, I think that there's very talented black writers, very talented black directors that I look up to that for some strange reason don't even see the light of day. Like they don't get shown the respect they deserve, you know, and mm. I think that that's ridiculous. Do you know what I mean? I think that, like, I, I, the inequity in society is one that is embedded in the structure. Do you understand? And, and so it's kind of like not even necessarily malice, but it's it was passed down from the malicious past. Do you get what <laughs> yeah. I mean? But we're still yeah. suffering from those malicious people of the past. Do you get what I mean? So I think that there's a lot of work to be done in terms of examining that structure in society full stop before we even get into film to get on tv like honestly is it's a case of you know we're not gonna choose one black guy and give him everything and say look see he's not in jail do you get what i mean because guess what four of my friends are <laughs> and they've been there since 2008 you now i'm saying to you so the reality of the matter is you know society and you know even that with them guys being in jail the circumstances around that shows, do you know what I'm saying to you? Like, you, we, we were picked, like, you know this, Tolly, right? Yeah, we, were, yeah. we were put in the lines then. Do you know what I'm saying to you? We were put in the lines then and just said, well, if you survive and you come to ask, we'll give it to you. Like, what? Like, that's, it's, no longer should there be any more lines then. Like, do you know what I'm saying to you? I, I think it's like, let's, let's start to, 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 to understand that, you know, artists and people who work in any department or who express themselves in any type of way all need respect. And I think when you respect people, you manifest, you see what I'm saying to you, you yeah. an industry and you manifest economy. Like people actually start to make money rather than cause a problem in your land. You see what I'm saying? And I think that, you know, the inequity is really aggressive in the structure. That's, that's, yeah. that's my thing. I'm not, I'm not saying point any individual sort of instances, even though that I could be here all day by the way, but, you know, the reality of the matter is the structure and, you know, I've got to a place where I can really examine it. It's so aggressive. I'll give yeah. you one key fact. So until 2015, me and you were still paying for slave trades repar reparations. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Like that alone there yeah. makes me want to pack my bags and go to Ghana tomorrow. Like, <laughs> honestly, but obviously like there's, there's, it's times are changing and we have to be a part of that transition. Yeah. Like, and, 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 obviously establish this new normal now i hear you and i think you touched on a couple of things you talked about you know it's the systemic inequality that exists within society and that's mm -hmm. you know inherited from historical events but it still exists within today mm -hmm. and uh, like you i often look at um, my surroundings and i go well i'm the i'm the only one here mm -hmm. and i'm the anomaly mm -hmm. and it's not that there isn't talent mm -hmm. It's just that that talent isn't afforded the opportunity to, to kind of break through and, and, and shine. Yeah. And Mammoth Screen, another shout out that needs to be here, Classy <laughs> Production Company. They took the risk on me. 
They mm. treat me like a, the filmmaker that they, they, they employed. They didn't little boy me, right? They showed me the respect. They showed me the support. They showed me the love. They, they boasted about me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they, yeah. they gave me a lot of work. Do you see what I'm saying to you? But they believed I could do it. You know, I, 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 when the work was becoming a lot, it was actually, I was actually really flattered. Like, wow, they actually trust me with this. Do you get what I mean? So if more people operate like Mammoth Screen, right, who made noughts and crosses, for example, you know, orchestrated the, 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 the deal to get it on BBC One. Yeah. You know, like, like honestly, I, I think that, you know, and look, nobody's perfect, but, you know, that is an example for Mammoth Screen, right, which, you know, is, is run by Damien Timmer, right, who is, of course, a, a, a Caucasian man, but he's the most classy man I've met in my life. Do you get what I mean? Like, he, yeah. he, he's that type of person who, who we need, you know, and, and, and that type of person who will put his neck on the line to do the right thing. Do you get what I mean? So, yeah, like, it's... it's you know, it's t- things are changing slowly but surely. But the risk we need people like Damien Mammoth, you know, pre Ever Harley to, to to push this. You know, let's take risks on people because of their work, not because mm. of you know their clout or they've been on this list and that person. Now, obviously, you need references and you need to make sure it's a safe decision. But in the same breath, like let's lower the fence a little bit. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you on that. And big up Mammoth for sure. Yeah, Mammoth screen, like. Classy company, man. That's like another Tim Bevan and Rosie. Anytime they call me, it's not a. <laughs> you know what I mean, like they can call my phone. Like <laughs> you know, what I'm saying, like we 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 talk. I respect yeah. them a lot. They're my mentors. Everyone I've mentioned today, I look up to. You know, amazing. Last but not least, I know we talked about inequity and the challenges that exist within society and within um, the film industry and uh, uh, and so on. What are you doing? Because I know, I know you're a change maker in your own right and you're using your platform. Um, but what are you doing to kind of um, enable success for others? Sure. So I've set up a production company called DBK Studios, right, which is split into three different sectors, if you if you'd say. The first one is obviously high-end drama. So that would be in film and TV, you know, cinema releases, small screen releases, different broadcasters. But another strand of that company is talent development. So basically, I've actually started, you know, packaging the talent development scheme, which is based on things like Film London that I experienced myself, but based on the divine way God guided me through, mm. right? 28, black guy with a do-rag doing a BBC One show. You see what I'm saying to you? It's sort of like, I want people to remain themselves un- unapologetically, right? And being able to make the highest quality content, right? And going into the game as bosses and not going in there to be exploited by production companies. So right now, that's what I'm working on. There's five writer-directors, one actual actress writer who have been commissioned. Um, and yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's the five, but I've, I sort of like speak to people all the time. I'm always speaking to people on socials. I do my best to respond to every email I get. You know, like, honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm on it, man. Because I honestly feel like, you know, change doesn't come from performing and shouting in public. I think that has its purposes, don't get me wrong. But it's just not aligned with me and, and how I go about doing things. It all comes with my decisions by not taking the jobs that people expect me to take because of money and clout, you know, by, 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 you know, giving my time to a talent development scheme as opposed to going to establish myself as the Martin Scorsese of the UK, you know, like, it's just about that. Like, being a lot, I, I do a lot of who can I help around me? Like, what can I do? 
but I think the talent development scheme is where I home that, like I, I, I ground that into one place, you know, with like money, mentorship, you know, guidance, whatever that may be, man, connections, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, DBK Studios talent scheme, watch out for that. Watch out for five <laughs> brand new, you know what I mean? Kobe or Dom's in their own right, of course, they're not going to be me, but you're going to scratch your head thinking, mm. bro, she's 25, she's a black woman from Clapham. You know what I mean? Like what? And she's watching it? Nah, this is different. You know what I mean? So that's, that's my... That's my aims with that. Well, thank you. I mean, I, I have the great honor of knowing you and I, I know what you're up to and you're, it's so inspirational for what you're trying to do for other people um, yeah. with the platform that you create for yourself. Yeah. Um, I just want to say a huge um, thank you for, for coming on the show and sharing your experiences. Thank you so much, Kobe. Um, it's been a pleasure having you my pleasure, man. Um, on the, the series. As always, my bro.